0: You're listening to Brainbuster Radio.
1: Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queens Massage Talking, and I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court.
0: Hi, I'm the Asian Sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court right here on Brainbuster Radio. Hello, hello, my darlings, and welcome to the 20th episode of Queen's Court, the best SummerSlam card of all time, right here on BrainBuster Radio. Oh my god, guys, 20 episodes. This is absolute madness. I feel like it was just yesterday, it was WrestleMania. We had started and premiered Brainbuster Radio Mania Week leading up to the big event. The first episode of Queen's Court. Funnily enough, was the best WrestleMania card of all time in honor of that week. And fate came into play here. So for my 20th episode, it's the best SummerSlam card of all time. Absolute craziness. I'm so thrilled that this is the way that it ended up working out, obviously meant to be. But I just wanted to take a quick moment before we begin today's program, today's holding court, to say thank you. It has been an unbelievable last few months. The amount of response and amazing (laughs) notes and comments and retweets and likes and support and downloads and listens and involvement for Queen's Court has been absolutely overwhelming. I am humbled by it. It's crazy to me that even 10 people (laughs) would even listen to what I have to say, let alone the amount that I have listening to Queen's Court. I am thrilled by that. I'm honored by that, and I'm excited by that. I didn't think this is where I would be right now. Having this amazing 20th episode with you guys, having the following that I've been able to build on Twitter, having the Twitch show that I have now, Talk It Tuesdays with Queen. You guys, it's, oh, it's so great, and I'm thrilled to be your queen here on Brainbuster Buster Radio. So that's enough of that. What I want to announce is that I have put out today's episode, of course, for you on Twitter with a fun little graphic, and here we are. But I also have a giveaway. Yes, I do. I have a giveaway for you guys to say thank you. I have a biggie Funko Pop with his amazing unicorn horn on his head to give to you. All you have to do to enter the giveaway is to follow me on Twitter, retweet the post with the episode in it, and tag a friend. That's it. And you're entered to win. Uh, By next week's Queen's Court, so the 14th, uh, I will announce the winner. You'll have one week to enter, and then boom, giveaway time done. So very exciting uh, for that. So make sure that you enter on the posting. But today we are here to talk about SummerSlam, the best SummerSlam card of all time. I was so excited to bring on Mr. Ditz from Ditz on Wrestling Thrilled he agreed to be on the show. Uh, he's such a fun guy. He's got a great podcast, super interactive. He changed the format up a little bit, which I find to be really fun. And he agreed to come on to help me build the best SummerSlam card of all time. So, without further ado, here is what we built for you strapping babies because it's time to hold court with Queen. Listeners of Queen's Court, I am sorry to interrupt this wonderful episode with the queen of any herself, but it is Josh here, and I just wanted to let you guys know that every single Friday right here on Brainbuster Radio, you can catch Wrestling Reverb with myself and my co-host Kevin Ca- Kevin, where are you, dude?
1: Yo, big dog!
0: Kev! Kevin! Mr. Carroll! I don't know where Kevin is, but please make sure you check out Wrestling Reverb every single Friday right here on Brain Buster Radio. Now, let's get back to some Queen's Court. Queen, do your thing. All right, everyone. Welcome back from our quick commercial break. And I have him here, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Ditson on Wrestling. Sir, how are you doing?
1: I'm very well, thank you. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm spectacular. I have you on Queen's Court. It is my honor to welcome you today to hold court with me as we build the best SummerSlam card of all time. Are you ready?
1: I mean, it's no easy task, but I think (laughs) I'm up for it.
0: I know. It is definitely not easy. I didn't give you an easy uh, uh, little assignment, did I?
1: (laughs) No, I have actually had to go away and do some prep for this, which is something I never do. So it'd be interesting.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm honored that you did homework just for me. (laughs) (laughs) You can hear that, listeners, just for me. I'm so special, and that's just how it is. Welcome to Queen's Court. This is what happens. (laughs) But... So what I figured we're going to do is kind of build this card together. But we each have some matches that we feel are the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the top of the top. But um, looking at SummerSlam's card right now for 2019 as it stands, we have nine matches scheduled. Okay. We have Brock versus Seth. We have Becky versus Natalia. Bailey versus Ember. Kofi versus Randy. Kevin Owens versus Shane, Finn versus Bray, AJ versus Ricochet, Miz versus Dolph Ziggler, and Trish versus Charlotte. So that's the nine right there.
1: It's a pretty stacked card.
0: It's a pretty stacked card, and I what I don't see though are the tags, right, from either brand or the ladies, and I don't see the announced two o five live, right. So potentially. We could have anywhere from this nine to maybe 10, 11, or 12, depending on what they do, right? Mm -hmm. So I figured it would be fair because of how stacked they like to make their cards these days and how long (laughs) these pay-per-views seem to go. We're just going to round up to 12 and see what happens, okay? So six for you, six for me, and then We can talk about, you know, if we have similar ones, what we're going to do, what we're going to sub in, and how we're going to build this card together. So as my guest, I would love you to start with your top six best SummerSlam matches of all time.
1: Oh, geez. Right. So (laughs) I've, I've got 11 in front of me, so I have to whittle this down on the spot.
0: That's right. Live.
1: Live um, right, so straight out of the gaze. this 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 literally came to me the moment you said pick your best Summerslam match, and it's not necessarily the best, but mm. I think it's the one that I connected with the most, just because I sat there with a smile on my face throughout the entire thing, and it's Brock Lesnar versus John Cena, the that ultimate squash from yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 2013. I might it be is. wrong, um, but I just sat there like a Cheshire cat watching that. And not because I hate John Cena, it's just, it's fun to hate John Cena, and it was at the time. And Brock Lesnar was hot, so I've gone for that one. Okay. Um, Cena again, duplicate, versus Daniel okay. Bryan for the WWE title.
0: Oh, yes, that one's 2013. I think Brock is seen as 14, so sorry about that. I was wrong. Ah, I gave you the wrong go. information. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: um, oh, Brock again, see, CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar, street fight. Oh, yeah, good one. Had to get that one in there. Um, oh, my God, this is so hard to will this down.
0: Isn't this terrible? I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to have to punt off some of these. Well, actually, funny enough, speaking of punting, um, Autumn versus Christian, that's staying oh, in there. Oh, yes. Uh, ooh, ooh now, now we've got some. Now we have some left here.
0: hmm You got two left, buddy.
1: Purely because I've watched it today. In preparation for this, I'm going with Take versus Edge, Hell in a Cell.
0: Oh, that's a popular one. Good.
1: Um, so how many is that? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I've got one left.
0: One left, buddy. One left. Oh, no. Oh, now,
1: yeah. I, admittedly, some of these I haven't actually seen, and that's I was okay. just going off the fact that I've I know about them. So I'm going to go with the one that I did see, and that is TLC-
0: 2000. Wow, yeah, TLC one from 2000. Well, pal, looking at your list and looking at mine, we have a few similarities. A couple of these were in my, like, my not top six, my honorable mention ones. But, uh, yeah, we, we have some that we agree on, which is good. So, starting from the bottom, my sixth pick is CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy from 2009. Nice. Oh, yeah. The fifth one is TLC one from two thousand. The fourth one is the rock versus triple H for the Intercontinental title in nineteen
1: ninety-eight. Was that the ladder match? Yes, it was. Oh, a lot of people forget about that one.
0: <laughs> I know. It's a sleeper Including that people, like me. forget about. Because well, you know why? There's a lot there's a lot. That's why. Yeah. I also picked Cena versus Daniel Bryan from twenty thirteen. Good choice. Great choice. Then my top two have the same person in it. Ooh. So the second is Bret Hart versus British Bulldog, David Boy Smith from 1992. Yeah. And the best one of all time, in my personal opinion, is Owen Hart versus Bret Hart,
1: 1994. Ooh. So you've got some classic ones in there, which is good.
0: Classics. Got some old school blood in there a little bit.
1: See, I'm glad that you actually... uh you mentioned Brett and Bulldog because that, that that nearly made my top six. But sure. I actually only watched it for the first time today. Did so, you really? Yeah, because I, I went through so many lists online just sure. like, looking at all the cards and stuff, trying to, just trying to pick out the matches I actually remember because my memory is absolutely terrible. it's a jogger. And then I, I started looking at like people, other people's lists and the one that kept cropping up in the top three was Bulldog and Brett. So I thought, well... I have to check this out before I even bother to come up here and record. And I watched it. And just purely because it's the first time I watched it, um, and I've seen all the other matches a lot longer and more times, it just missed out. But it was a very good match. And it helps that it was in England as well. That helps.
0: Well, of course. (laughs) The mother country.
1: (laughs) You'd be biased. (laughs) Yeah, a
0: little little biased. But that match is so special. I, I really envy you for the fact that you just watched that today. Because yeah. that was such a special thing to see for the first time. Now, I didn't see it for the first time in 1994. It was very little. But I saw it, and, like, much later, somebody had it on tapes. Their dad had taped it. And we watched it in, like, I don't know, some somewhere in the early 2000s. I was blown away by that match the first time I saw it. And I can only imagine seeing it now after, you know, your wrestling fandom has grown quite a bit. And, you know, you do your amazing podcast and your show now. And seeing that match has got to be so cool.
1: I mean, I'll be honest, and you know, I've got no qualms in saying it. The first 10 minutes, maybe maybe a bit less than the first 10 minutes actually, I was kind of like, is this it? Because it was just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was rest holds like sure, sure. From, it was it was yeah, literally 10 minutes of rest holds. I was like, Oh my god, like this could, why are people rating this so highly? But then I looked at how much time was left in the match, and there was like 17, 18 minutes. So I was like this is going to build like a crescendo and then it's just going to explode. And then Brett just dominated the whole thing. Um, I don't see my memory is so hazy with this period in wrestling. So I can't remember if Brett was like the guy at this point or whether he was just starting to come into it. Um, but I'd say this is one of his coming out parties. Definitely.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Absolutely. He dominated and then bulldogs little comeback towards the end escapes the sharpshooter. And then gets that, I wouldn't say it was a lucky pin, but he caught Brett out. Brett was in control the whole way. He caught him out, got the free count, and the crowd exploded. And I I was watching it, I was just like, that's why it's in people's top three.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely why. Plus, you know, you had the whole family dynamic and the division between the Hart family. It was so dramatic, you know, too, on top of that, the story. So, oh, that's so cool. I'm like so excited that you just watched that today. I, I know it's
1: incredibly random that uh, Bulldog's wife kept appearing in a little box in the corner. I was like, "What who is that?" Yeah, and they the kept way. saying, "Oh, it's Diana." And I was just like, "What, well, Princess Diana? Who is this?"
0: <laughs> yeah, that's his wife for sure, yeah. Well, okay, so we have a little bit of a task ahead of us now, okay? Because I have matches with two of the same people and you have matches <laughs> with two of the same people. So we're going to have to pick one, but I think what could help us, right, is the fact that we have the same for yours. We both picked Cena versus Daniel Bryan to be one of the matches. So would you be willing to go with that Cena match over the Brock versus Cena match? um... That's the question. Because theoretically, we could have somebody fight twice. We've done that before in pay-per-views, right? Daniel Bryan's done it. But do we want to do that for the best Slam card of all time? That's the real question.
1: Oh, you suck for making me answer this question. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, see, they
0: both
1: have, like, really good – I mean, they, they both have, like, a really good payoff. For, like, for me personally, like, the Brock and Cena thing, like, I wasn't a Cena guy. I was sure. Brock all the way. He came back, and then he was just this monstrous, suplex city, just – absolute beast mode and the the squash is just absolutely legendary nobody's done that before and like i said i sat there at like a cheshire cat throughout the whole thing just smiling my ass off just like this is absolutely fantastic and it was 18 minutes of f5s german suplexes and oh awesome but then on the other hand you've got that feel-good moment of where daniel bryan hits the knee and gets the free count and i remember watching that and in recent memory, I don't think any moment um, with a, with an actual win and a title win, maybe Kofi this year, funnily enough against Daniel Bryan, um, I don't think one's made me pop as much as that. Sure. So it's oh,
0: it's tough. Well, we can revisit that, right? Because as we're building this card, we have to be mindful that not all of these matches can be the the same, right? They're all yeah. going to have a different vibe and a different feeling, but we don't want them all to be the exact same, like, okay, so much technical wrestling or so much squash monster type wrestling. We need to, like, kind of finesse that card a little bit. So we can revisit that one if it's too hard. I'm cool with that because I think you and I can agree that TLC1 has to go in there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely.
0: I think it should open our best Slam card of all time, quite personally.
1: Yeah. I mean, right. you got to kick it off with a bang.
0: You have to. You have and to. And you you got a lot of bangs you... in the
1: TLC match.
0: And in this TLC series for me, my absolute my absolute favorite match of all time is this TLC match at WrestleMania 17. This is the third one now when we get there. Oh my god, it's so
1: good. I mean, you so, put those three together and throw right. weapons at them. Oh, like it's gold.
0: It's magic. Beautiful gold magic. Just goodness, violence all day long. So we can agree TLC 2000 is opening our best SummerSlam card of all time. Boom. There it is. 100%. Now what's interesting is the rest of our matches pretty much line up. In terms of like you could put yours on and mine on and we'd be okay except for one. So this is where it gets tricky. Okay. Right? So... You have CM Punk versus Brock, and I have CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. But Jeff Hardy is now in the TLC match. So that's going to negate that match altogether.
1: See, as somebody who didn't, because I went away from wrestling for like three or four years, so the whole summer of Punk, I completely missed. So Mm -hmm. the Jeff-CM Punk match, I'm going to have to leave that one in your court, mind the punt.
0: <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying the TLC match is unquestionably on this list, so I can't have CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. So that leaves CM Punk versus Brock on your list, but you also have Brock versus Cena. See, now we're back to this problem. Do you have problems that you've created on this card?
1: <laughs> uh, I think I think we could, I, I've I've decided okay. I'm gonna go with Cena Brian. You're
0: gonna go with Cena Brian
1: because it's is. It's a. Re- it's at the end of the day, it's a wrestling match. But with Brock, it was just a pure squash. I mean, the just the 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 whole thing about it was amazing. But if you want to build a tremendous card, I mean, for me, it's it's all about the wrestling and it's all about the storytelling. And I think Cena and Brian pips Brock and Cena. So I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna go with Cena Bryan. That'll make things a little bit easier.
0: That should make things a little bit easier because then you can have CM Punk versus Brock so you can still have your Brock Lesnar and I can still have my CM Punk and we're good there so I think that would be a good compromise yes right because none of I'm, us I'm, have Brock in either of our cards other than that since you just yeah, got rid of the other.
1: I'm actually looking at my list and I've uh, my honorable mention is literally slapping me in the face
0: okay because, talk to me talk to me
1: so we've got CM Punk Brock Street Fight mm-hmm. now the only thing I can really compare that to uh, with SummerSlam is Sean Triple H, the unsanctioned
0: no, no, no. Yeah. match. I'm uh-huh. looking
1: at that. I'm just kind of like, oh, I know like, which one was the better. But if we went for Sean Trips, that affects your
0: it does. Triple it affects H my- and the rock right. match,
1: which I wouldn't do to you. So it was am- it was amusing. It was Gen- a general musing in my mind there. But I uh, know I'm going to keep CM Punk Brock. Absolutely.
0: Okay, you're gonna keep seeing Punk Brock. Okay, good. I was ready to fight, but <laughs> we're good because that match was great. The unsanction was great, but it's not better than Rock, Triple H, and the latter. It's just not. I don't think so. So I'm good. I'm glad we don't have to argue because I would hate to destroy you on my show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By default.
0: By default, because I, I can't win on finish. here. <laughs> That's actually not. Well, I mean, probably true. But what I'll are you gonna?
1: Bar- do? I'll bar you from my show how dare you <laughs> no nah, there's only one I person I
0: I'm wait no I'm kidding <laughs> isn't that uh, what Batista was saying right give me what I want
1: yeah that's a very popular uh, so, g- gif, gif what do you say gif or jif
0: it's jif gif it's not like the peanut butter it's gif
1: yeah it's a very yeah. popular gif that one of mine I love that
0: I know me too Please don't ban me from your show. I will literally teasing <laughs> you. I'll be so bad. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just have you <laughs> screaming at me for the next two months until I give up.
0: Yeah, in all caps. And <laughs> just meaning <laughs> <needed> to <that. laughs> All right. So, so far we have TLC 2000. Cena versus Dan O'Brien 2013. Punk versus Brock Street Fight. Rock Triple H 1998 ladder match. I'm feeling good about those. Those Looking are our four. Okay. So now you can get what you want from your list, the rest of those. Okay. Which would be Orton Christian, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. From 2011, which was my honorable mention. Love that. And you had Taker Edge in a cage, right? Yeah. And that's what year? 2008, I think. If I yeah, that, sounds, that, right.
1: that sounds about right.
0: That's about right. And that's your
1: list. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy with that.
0: Good. So I'm going to throw in my rest of my list now. I have to choose between Brett versus <laughs> the British Bulldog or Brett and Owen Hart. Motherfucker. Ooh. This is the worst. Okay. Okay. Damn, this sucks.
1: I mean, I'd love to help you out, but I haven't seen Brett Owen in such a long time. Like my memory is so hazy, but I did watch Bulldog Brett today, so I can remember that one. So I'm going to back that one for you just purely because I watched it earlier.
0: I mean, it's so good. And it's everybody's like a like go to SummerSlam match. Like this is the one. If you're gonna put one on a list of the best of all time, this is the one. But then you look at this thirty two minute insanity. In and well, see, here's the other thing. It's in a cage.
1: Ah, but you can get away with that because taker Edge was hell in a cell. So it's slightly different.
0: Well, I mean, that's true, isn't it? Because that's
1: just a steel
0: that.
1: cage. Although I'd be stuff. very intrigued to see how they would hang a cell and a steel cage above the ring at the same time. I'd, like to, I'd love to see the logistics of that.
0: It'd be horrifying. You'd have to Actually, a it'd screen
1: be screen. A, um, a kennel of hell match or whatever the hell that thing kennel was. kennel
0: of hell match. <laughs> Oh, God, no.
1: Yeah, nobody wants that.
0: I know. Okay, so maybe purely on that principle... I can't have Owen Brett, and I have to have Owen British Bulldog.
1: Oh, leaving it down to logistics.
0: Well, like, I'm thinking about how it's going to... Well, that's the point of this card, right? It's the best of all time in matches. I mean, I could throw the World Book out the window. It's my show. I could do whatever I want. <laughs> but if I was really going to put this on, right, and I was going to make this happen in some dream fantasy world where all of these people are alive in the best shape of their life and we're having all of these matches again, how would that... Li- I mean, they could hang two cages, I guess isn't the steel cage smaller than hell in a cell yeah they could fit that inside the hell in a cell and then just lower and switch out i have no idea i don't
1: do yeah i think though if you dropped if you dropped the cell because it has a ceiling you would drag the steel cage down with it
0: ah motherfucker i think look what i did (laughs) but it's so good It's so good. This match is so
1: good. Like you said, you can throw out the rule book.
0: I could throw out the rule
1: book. That Hell in a Cell can ghost through that steel cage as if it didn't even exist.
0: It's true. It's true. Well, I'm going to wait on this because I think either one of these are the main event. Oh. Of SummerSlam. Like the the final match. That's it. So I'm going to wait because... (laughs) You and I had such similar picks that we only have six now. And we need to fill in the other 12. (laughs) Interesting. Yes. Or we could switch the rules right now and just match nine like 2019 is right now.
1: I'll Uh, let you decide. I think we'll go for 12.
0: Want to go for the gold?
1: Yeah, we'll We'll go for
0: it. All right, let's do it. So... The other matches that I had in my honorable mentions were Stone Cold Angle, 2001.
1: Oh, yes. That's such a good match.
0: Such a good match. And neither one of them are on this card right now, so that would work. And I had Seth versus Ambrose in 2014 for the briefcase.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, with, when Seth was a blonde.
1: Yeah, you see, the, the, it's weird. The most recent ones are the ones that you forget.
0: I know, and we need a women's match. Doesn't it suck that all of these lists, no, women made the best twenty-five matches?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I do have a match to throw in there because I did actually really enjoy it, and Talk I'm to- only I'm only saying because it's very recent. And it's the uh, triple threat, Carmella, Becky, and Charlotte. I actually really enjoyed I that.
0: I one too. Oh, there you yes. go. Oh, wait. Solved. Okay. Carmella <laughs> versus Becky versus Charlotte. I had that too in my honorable mentions. That's awesome.
1: There you go. Because
0: <laughs> I really went back and, and looked at all the summer sim lists and I'm like, where the fuck are the ladies?
1: Yes, yeah, it's so dry, good. isn't it? Yeah. Very, very dry. Annoying. And that, Well, that changes this year, which is good.
0: Yeah, thank God. There's plenty to choose from. Plenty to choose from. Absolutely. So okay. Did you what are your others and your honorable mentions?
1: Um so I had uh Sean versus Trips, um, the unsanctioned match. Um I actually had Bulldog and Brett, which we've already got in there. Um Punk Jeff, we've we went against that. Uh, I've got Cena versus Punk. Oh yeah. Um and I've got The Rock versus Brock.
0: All right. Well, we're in trouble.
1: Oh, oh I've got another one. I do have another one. It's looking oh. at the bottom. Eddie versus um, Rey Mysterio. Oh, yes.
0: Match. I had that one, too. Woo, perfect. All right, so I say we add Eddie versus Rey.
1: Ooh, two ladder matches.
0: We'll have three with TLC.
1: A fair one, yeah. Screw it.
0: Screw it. We're going for the absolute pinnacle gusto here. Um, We'll add... Stone Cold, Angle. Yes. From two thousand one. What year was Eddie versus Ray? Oh. That's what I don't know. I don't remember that. I looked at. It
1: t- I think it's two
0: thousand
1: and three. Two thousand three? Okay. I might and,
0: be wrong. Uh, that's fine. We'll we'll double check at the end. Um, and then are you cool with adding Seth Ambrose twenty
1: fourteen? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I actually do have another honorable mention. Talk but, to me. But actually, oh, it was 2005, by the way, Eddie Ray. Okay, perfect. A lot later than I thought it was. Um, oh, I can't even remember who was in it. I watched it when I, um, when I went away a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Fatal 4-Way, Brock, Braun, Samoa Joe, Reigns. I think that's the four.
0: Oh, that would be nice.
1: But then it's Brock.
0: Then it's Brock, and that's the problem.
1: So yeah. God dang
0: it, Brock. (laughs) Well, see, I can't have Brett, so I can't have that one. What we could do, we could do HBK versus Razor Ramon from 1995 for the IC title.
1: Interesting. It's another
0: ladder match, so maybe not.
1: So we I mean, quietly, we're turning this SummerSlam into a gimmick pay-per-view. I know. Oh, quietly.
0: The latter pay-per-view, isn't it? <laughs> darn it. Um. Chairs. Let's see what I have. Oh, Angle. Okay. Well, do we have Cena on our card? Uh, do we do. Danny Bryan.
1: Dang it. Yes.
0: Shit. All right. Never mind that.
1: So how many do we have left?
0: We literally have two. Left. Two left. Oh. I feel like we need a tag match. Uh
1: Yeah, because, I mean, the TLC is a tag match, but it's not a traditional tag match, which would be nice.
0: Now, I have an idea, which is the Brainbusters versus the Heart Foundation from 1989. But I have to know who... That was before I commit to it, because if it's Brett, can't do it. (laughs) Uh, That was my only other like, ooh, maybe we should do that match.
1: Yeah, I I, anything before ninety
0: two. Mother, this is getting more difficult by the second. Uh, Do we have another ladies match Maybe we need another ladies match
1: There has to be
0: There has to be another one right There has to be another one
1: I mean I'm sure there were but there were probably Horrendous stuff like I mean it's the summer so of course Vince is going to get everybody out in Bras and panties of course he is I know and that part I mean, of- Again that was on our card
0: I know we don't want that That's why we picked what we picked Because we're good like that uh, uh man, this is getting difficult. Now we're going into the real like nitty-gritty here. Well I mean
1: ooh. what'd you get? Oh, it's not a tag match though. Styles right. versus Cena twenty sixteen.
0: We could, but we have Cena versus Daniel Bryan. Ah. I know. We're boxing <laughs> ourselves in. <laughs> We're oh, boxing ourselves in. You know, we've just made a gimmick pay-per-view, because if we put HBK Ramon on there, that's three ladder matches.
1: <laughs> oh, dear.
0: Well, I mean, what can we do? It is the best Summer Slam card of all time, right? I
1: mean, I love ladder matches, so if I saw four of them, I don't think I would be against it.
0: Especially these ones. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know.
1: Yeah, it's not like Kane versus Big Daddy V.
0: Well, yeah we're not gonna bore you to
1: death which i actually gonna... want to see strangely enough just to see how that would work but there you go that's that's a yeah that's that, that's a fantasy match for another podcast
0: <laughs> a fantasy match from another podcast yeah <laughs> a lot of these women's matches for like six man tag six women tags and like stuff like that, which aren't necessarily the showcase for the women's division, you know what I mean? I feel um, like I'm missing a serious women's match though. Like, didn't AJ Lee fight at SummerSlam for something?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm 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 frantically diving into um
0: yeah, Google right TV. now. <laughs> but the match is only four minutes and forty fifty five seconds.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound worthy.
0: No. Gosh darn.
1: Here we go. Women's matches at SummerSlam. Here we go. If this does not generate something worthwhile, women's <laughs> SummerSlam matches. Here we right. go. In trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I think yeah, I think it would be nice to get two in there.
0: I think so too. And like there were SummerSlams where women weren't even on the card. So there's that problem, which makes things a little difficult for us. But that's not our fault. That's WWE's fault.
1: I mean, I mean, the fact that I've put it into Google and nothing is coming up. Oh, actually, tell a lie. Naomi versus Natalia for the Women's Championship has come up. Yeah. But the fact that I don't remember that.
0: Well, the one that I just randomly thought about because I like Beth Phoenix is Kelly Kelly versus Beth Phoenix for the Divas championship and Beth lost. Oh, um, Kelly Kelly won that one. Yeah, that was in 2010. That's one I kind of remembered. But like these, unfortunately, are so short, it's hard. We need to find a short match, but because they're going to be, but one that's like so good it can't be ignored. And that's (sighs) the hard part.
1: I mean, mean, we could. Oh, we can't. I mean, it would be nice to get two women's matches in, but we could sacrifice one of those i mean obviously we'll keep the triple threat but i I literally cannot find i know any women's matches which is unbelievable
0: sad all right well i'll ask the listeners if they found a women's match that they feel should be on the card you know obviously comment on my twitter post underneath uh this episode once it's out for you to enjoy and listen to but we have one spot left now okay so so far we have tlc 2000 Orton versus Christian. Cena versus Daniel Bryan. CM Punk versus Brock in a street fight. Rock versus Triple H. Taker versus Edge. Carmella versus Becky versus Charlotte. Eddie versus Rey. Stone Cold versus Angle. Seth versus Ambrose and HBK versus Razor Ramon. We have one slot left. Oh.
1: This Ooh, is uh, this is going to be the tough one this, isn't it?
0: It's gonna. Well, this is this is the match. This is the one we have to choose from.
1: Ooh. It's
0: either Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog, or Bret Hart versus Owen Hart.
1: I mean, I got again just purely because I watched it. I'm gonna go with Bulldog.
0: I think I got it too. I think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm sorry, Owen Hart, but I'm pulling the trigger, <laughs> and I'm doing Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog as the last match for our best. SummerSlam card of all time. How are what we a, feeling?
1: I mean, it's a great way to end the show. That's just amazing. I mean, I'm all for 80,000 people popping at the end of the night.
0: That's what you want.
1: Exactly. But I think that's a pretty good card.
0: I feel like that's a pretty good card.
1: I mean, it's ladder match heavy, but...
0: It I'm, is ladder
1: match I, heavy. I'm a fan of ladder matches, so...
0: I am too. And arguably, right, as we were doing our research, you and I both found that we had similar matches that we picked. They kept cropping up and kept popping up. We had our personal favorites, right? That's how we determined our kind of top ones. But also, these are, in all of the research that I looked at to kind of pull from, you know, different websites, different blogs, different podcasters and stuff like that, these were the ones that people felt were the most meaningful, the most story-filled, the most intense matches that belonged in the top of the top of SummerSlam. They just happened to include ladders, a few of them.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the important thing is, I mean, when I look at a wrestling match, if I can watch it and then at the end of it take something from it rather than just kind of go, yeah, that, I just watched the match and let's move on to the next one. If I can take something from it, then I know it's a good match and every single match on this card I know for a fact that I can take something away from it. So sure. that's that's what makes me think this is a good card that we've, we've, we've devised
0: I think we did pretty dang good.
1: I think it'd be hard to argue.
0: I think it would be hard to argue too. I think we could argue for like, you know, someone's personal favorite one, I feel like. But overall story, wrestling, entertainment, spectacle, big fight feel, all around pops and surprises and excitement. I feel like we have a solid top 12. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, it's because we're great. I mean, what can we say?
1: (laughs) Yeah, why are we not booking this shit?
0: I mean, hire us, just saying. (laughs) We do pretty well. But as far as SummerSlam 2019, and and the reason that, you know, this episode was so well-timed, right, for a few reasons. Uh, One, SummerSlam is coming up this Sunday, the 11th of August. But also, it's my 20th episode and the first episode ever of Queen's Court was creating the best WrestleMania card of all time. And I had everybody at Brainbuster send me in their best match and we built the best WrestleMania card ever, you know. So by the time we're here at SummerSlam, I have you on and we're talking about building the best SummerSlam card of all time. So that was just really cool for me and plus SummerSlam 2019 With a very stacked card, a very interesting card is coming out this Sunday.
1: So, yeah, I mean, that's perfect timing as well. Absolutely perfect timing. I know. And it's nuts that you've done 20 already. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Like, where's that time gone? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It only seems like two weeks ago I watched WrestleMania.
0: I know. Well, that's the thing. I'm thinking about it and I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel like it was just WrestleMania." I feel like it was just I was there at Takeover. I didn't go to Mania, but I went to Takeover. And I went to the G1 Supercard. I feel like I was literally just there. And we just had started Brainbuster Radio. We premier our premier week was Mania week. And here we are right now. The <laughs> SummerSlam, I cannot even get over it. The time has flown by, and now we're at the, you know, the greatest match of the summer, right? The hottest match of the summer. And it's a pretty cool card. I'm pumped to see the return of Bray Wyatt.
1: Oh, great. I don't know about that, you. Yeah, that but... is <laughs> my absolute that is the match I'm really looking forward to just because, I mean, take aside the fact that it'd be interesting to see um how the Fiend comes across in a wrestling match. Sure. Um I mean, personally I think it's going to be a bit of a squash. I can see that happening because I think, you know, Finn's been, you know, people are saying that he's going away for however many minutes, whatever. Um, so I think a squash would feed into that. But I think because of how it's all built to this match, maybe that wasn't the plan originally that he was always going to face Bala, But how he's got to this point, I think, is one of the the best constructed stories and mm. development character development that WWE have put together in such a long time and they literally have not missed a step along the way there's not been one week when I've gone uh yeah that wasn't that wasn't as quite as good as it could have been like every single week they've hit it out of the park even the the subtle little hints when um the funhouse went away for a little bit but the puppets kept showing up yes. on raw and smackdown even that was just so just little subtle things like and it just kept it plodding along it was it was just perfect and just purely based on that and just building to this moment, that's the match I'm really looking forward to. Like I've been such a fan of like the fun house and the fiend, just how it's all panned out. I mean, when I first saw the fun house, I was sat in my car getting, well, putting off going into work. I was just yeah. literally sat in the car park, just scrolling through. I was like, Oh, what happened at Raw last night? And I see Bray in this red jumper with these color, this colorful, writing, fun house. I was like, what is this? And I'm sure everybody else was in the same boat. But mm-hmm. to go from that, I mean, it's, it's exactly the same as a 24-7 title. When that was revealed, everyone was like, ah, oh, what the hell is this? And now, for the for the majority, people love it. And I think that's exactly yeah. the same situation as the Funhouse as well. It came, and we were like, nah. And now, nobody can get enough of it.
0: No, we really can't, can we? It's, this is the thing. WWE has a lot, you know, of stuff going on right now that I would say a vast majority of people have an issue with, not, not everything, right? But there are some things that people are complaining about or upset about or aren't really feeling in terms of storyline and all this blah, 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 right? But this, I feel like universally, The Fiend is is over. Like everyone is like, I'm here for this because of the dedication to that storyline. This is the longest storyline that didn't involve any actual physical wrestling, and how long? I, I can't I can't even remember.
1: I I mean I'd say Alistair Black comes a a very close second, sitting right. in that dark room for like what seemed like six years. But seriously, um, <laughs> but a
0: totally different feel than the. But yeah,
1: house, yeah, completely, right? yeah. Um, but no, I do, yeah, I do. I don't actually remember anything, anybody being given this opportunity to just build character. Over yeah. the amount of time that he's had, like that's like you said, he hasn't even stepped. Well, he has stepped in the ring now, but I think it was two months, isn't it? Two months we've had it yeah. before he even appeared in the ring. I mean, that yeah. is that's dedication. You don't see that from WWE you don't. very often at all,
0: which makes um, it that much more special. I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, <sighs> Sunday seeing that, and just see, just seeing what I'm just interested to see, like what his entrance is going to be like. I mean, we know what he looks like, but. Is he going to have the um, – oh, I forget the song, what it's called, but the the, the Bray Wyatt music, is he going to have that? Or is he going to have wow. something new? Or is it just going to be that constant screeching as he's coming down? Like I'm just so intrigued by what they're going to pull out of the bag I am with
0: too. it. I am too. And I'm really hoping, right, after all of the dedication they've put into it, after all the character development and the real unpredictability – That this character has. That we just don't. We're not seeing anywhere else in WWE right now. I'm praying. That he comes out. And he's different. I want him to be different. Than the previous Bray Wyatt. Some moves are always going to be the same. But I want difference with him. Which we had the mandible claw. So like I got that part. But I want to see him be a different person in the ring. As well. And I'm hoping we get that. And I'm hoping that they don't drop this right because this is the first time he's in the ring we've had a long build up and i'm praying we don't get what happened to him the first time because for me bray has the potential to be undertaker level he just can and i'm Uh,
1: hoping hoping that this is the time it's going to happen i mean this has literally just popped into my head now yeah Um, when bray first came in not i mean forgetting the nxt side of things main roster and he was built up, you know, he's the whole cult leader, um, Bray, that we all... Uh, did we fall in love with him? I don't know. Um, but then he, he got into this whole Kane feud. And then there was all this anticipation of him getting in the ring with Kane. And then they had that Inferno match. And then everyone was kind of like, huh? Because it wasn't great. And then they just kind of took Kane away and you yeah. know, did did whatever to him. Probably Katie victim, I don't know. Um, and then fast forward what was five six years and then he's in a similar situation where he's been built up again and now he's having his SummerSlam match where we're all kind of like oh can he deliver what we're going to get from him all that kind of stuff it's very very eerie how he's mirrored exactly how he was when he first came in because this is kind of a re-debut for him yeah so it's interesting that that mirrors um those two timelines very interesting look at you <laughs> hey this is what you get
0: for me well i love it and i know the (laughs) listeners are gonna love it too and i know that they're gonna love listening to you so my friend it has been an absolute pleasure building this amazing best summer slam card of all time with you i have adored our chat and building this card and chit-chatting on wrestling it's been so much fun It's been my pleasure to have you holding court today with Queen. Would you please now take the time to tell the listeners where they can find you and all of the amazing information?
1: Um, So you can find me on, uh, well, across social media is is as original as Dits on Wrestling. That's where you can find me. Um, I'm available on all podcast directories. Um, The podcast has seen a um, a restructuring in the last week. So it's a bit more interactive voice clips. I'm getting guests on now. Uh, Q and A's, all that good stuff. So it's changed a little bit. So it gives fans who wouldn't necessarily have the platform to voice their opinions. Obviously, you can type a tweet out, but to actually have their voice heard, um, I don't think many fans get that opportunity. So I like to think that I've got the platform for them to do so now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's the direction I'm going in. So I hope I can sustain it because... It's the busiest I've been. The, last week was the first time I did it, and I've never been. It's so easy when you do it on your own. And you're not relying on other people. But, like, the last week I was just like, oh, my God, this is too much. But I I did. <laughs> I enjoyed what came out of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's just going to follow suit now um, until I get bored of it, which I don't think is going to be anytime soon. soon. Um, so I think now, if you're not listening to my show, it'd be a good time to jump on board.
0: Oh, I think so, too. (laughs) I'm biased, though, because I already (laughs) listen to your show. But um, I I really think that they're going to love this this new format you got going on. Things are different. And that's great. We like different. We like new, especially with uh, with you. So I thank you so much again for coming on the show. You are welcome back anytime you like. Just give me a shout. I'd be happy to have you back on the show.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much for having me.
0: <laughs> Any time at all. And stay tuned for the questions segment of Queen's Court. All right, everyone, it's time for the Queen's Courtiers questions segment. Thank you to everyone who sent in your questions. I'm trying this new thing where some of the questions that I get, I'll answer live right then and there on Twitter. And the rest I will read on the show. So the first is from Wilf. I'm going to read the two that I can answer quickly and then I will answer the other one afterwards. So let's start with the first one. What is the life expectancy of water Buffalo? Well, Wilf, according to the interwebs, the life expectancy is anywhere between 15 and 25 years depending. The second question he asks is who would win in a light tubes death match between Nick Gage and Jun Kasai? Well, obviously Kasai, right? I mean it would be a great death match and lots of light tubes would explode and shit would be crazy. But I don't know if Nick Gage could pull that off. So there's that. The third question that he asked me, you guys, is about my fajitas recipe. So when I make fajitas, I get the chicken tenderloins because they're already cut, you know, thinner, of course, as opposed to the chicken breasts. So I get the chicken tenderloins and I cut them into strips. I put a little bit of oil. Now you guys can choose whichever one you want. Coconut oil is very healthy. Olive oil works as well. Vegetable oil, if you want to go down that route, you can. And I, uh, cook the chicken mostly. So the pink is gone, right? Not all the way through yet cause they're going to need to cook again, but pretty much almost finished in a separate pan. I have going the peppers chopped, into longer strips. Red and green bell peppers are my personal favorite. For some color, you can add the orange bell peppers that have that slight little red hue to them as well. That's a fun pop of color. Then you can, uh, of course, chop an onion into the longer like strip likes as well. I normally have the onion and then cut them into the little, little pieces. And I put that in with a little bit of coconut or olive oil, whatever I have on hand to get those, you know, browning, getting soft, but not too, too soft. We don't want mush, right? So we wanna cook those up for a little while. And then eventually I'm going to combine them both into one pan, the chicken and the bell peppers with onions. I put that together then you create the fajitas seasoning mix now you can use ortegas they have a ready made one that does have a lot of sodium though so you can do your own fajita mix of spices i can't tell you what my fajita spices are because then i'd have to kill you <laughs> just kidding i can dm you privately if you want the list of spices but you put that in with about a half a cup of water and you cook the rest. So you're cooking the chicken the rest of the way through, but you're not overcooking the chicken because overcooked chicken is the worst. You want the chicken to be tender and juicy, but not raw, obviously. And you don't want it to be overcooked and not taste well. So you put that all together in a pan. You let that all kind of marinate together with the spices, the water, the peppers and the onions and the chicken. Uh, Separately, I make instant rice, minute rice in my instant pot on the rice setting. If you do it on the stove, you can do that as well, a little white rice. Or if you have a favorite type of Mexican rice, you can do that as well. And I do that, cook the rice. And then I plate in two bowls, scoop of rice uh, in each bowl. And then I scoop the mixture of the chicken with the peppers and onions on top of the rice into two plates for myself and Mr. Queen, or if I have guests, I'll normally keep the rice separated and the mixture of chicken and peppers and onions separate so people can serve themselves. Additionally, I would like to say you need to cook down the mixture once everything is combined in the pan until the seasoning and the water uh, get a little thicker, right? You don't want it to be soupy. You want the, the sauce, if you will, to be thicker. So that is my fajitas recipe. Thank you for the question, Wilf. The next question is from my pal Tiff at loves to dream on Twitter. She's also the co-host of all elite pod. Oh, I should say loves to dream 82. Excuse me on all elite pod with Kyle and dad podcast. My girl Tiff asks, who's the top five hashtag list of husbands for you? Now, if you don't know Tiffany, you need to get to know Tiffany. And she has this amazing list of husbands. Uh, I'm not even going to spoil it for you. You need to go investigate it for yourself. But my top five. Okay, so I thought about this a lot. My top three are easy, right? which are Kenny Omega, Finn Balor, and Kip Sabian, like without a doubt, easy done, done deal, but she wants my top five. So I had to really think about who I wanted as the other two, but I think I've come up with them and that's Killer Cross and Adam Page. Those are my top five. Thanks Tiff for the question. Well, kids, that's going to do us for the Queen's Courtier section, so you know what that means. It's time for the Jester and the Crown of the Week. Yes. So let's begin. Let's start with the Jester of the Week. Boo. <laughs> yes, the Jester of the Week goes to... The total jackass who spoke out against Marco's Stunt getting signed to AEW. Don't know your name. Don't care about you. Why? The second jester of the week, yeah, that's right, there's another one, and there's actually probably three, is the person who put Io Shirai under the Kabuki Warriors. Bruh, not the right one. That's just ridiculous. And also, the people who keep booking jobbers for the War Raiders. Stop it. Just, just stop it. And now, onto the crown of the week. Yas, queen! <laughs> that is going to go to Docs to Gallows! Doc Gallows coming out on Raw with that face paint, bro. I can't handle it. All I have to say is Bullet Club is fine. <laughs> I also want to give a huge Yas, queen! Crown of the week to my seven slash eight slash nine. <laughs> amazing participants in my hashtag wrestling real world social experiment y'all have been the real mvps and i asked them earlier you know to name their favorite SummerSlam match of all time and i got a shout for michaels versus razor ramon bret hart versus the british bulldog and 2008 edge versus taker helena Cell. so it looks like all three of those faves made the list so Shout out to my boys. All will be revealed soon. And that'll do us for this week's episode of Queen's Court. Y'all, it's under an hour. Are you proud of me? (laughs) I am proud of me. I hope that you've enjoyed this amazing SummerSlam card that Ditz helped me create. The really funny, interesting questions I got for Queen's Court Year's question segment and the fun ones that I answered on Twitter. And next week, y'all, really strap in because we are having the hashtag wrestling real world reunion show. It's going to be breaking down the entirety of the social experiment I performed with these amazing people who agreed, <laughs> signed up for it. We have a lot to say. An enormous amount came out from this seven-day-long group DM wildness. Be prepared for that. Also, don't forget to enter my giveaway. And as always, my dears, please enjoy the rest of your day. Hashtag Queen and Pup Connection. And be kind to one another.